0: hola amigos como estas we have some news about big 12 mexico the plans for the big 12 conference to hold games in mexico share some thoughts on that and what it means to the conference at large moving forward that's coming up next you are locked on big 12 your daily podcast on the big 12 conference part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 podcast. Today it is the 2nd of May, 2023. It is Tuesday. Hope you all are having a great uh, start to your week. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at lo Big 12 You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Big 12 wherever you all get your podcast. You can do it on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and make sure you do on YouTube. Our goal is 5,000 subscribers by the time that college football starts this season. So please help us get there by subscribing like the show that helps more folks see it and leave comments as well. So something big that you all had been asking me about was big 12 Mexico. Um, and this was something, you know, folks were saying, Hey, Hey, what is big 12 Mexico? Uh, you know, what, what are you hearing about this? You know, what, what are the plans? And look, I think it was pretty simple that big 12 Mexico was always going to be uh, some kind of putting games or some kind of putting events in places in Mexico. I think that was kind of always, always the, the idea. And it's kind of come to fruition. Right. Um, I think the one interesting part about all of this is that there's no, like there's no way you can expand it in Mexico, right? There's no universities that are part of the NCAA that you can add, You know, and once again, the NCAA might become obsolete, but like right now in the short term, at least, there's no like school in Mexico that you're like, all right, yeah, we can add them and they can be part of the Big 12 conference. So this is more about like territory and your brand as a conference uh, more than anything. So I just kind of want to set that up. But let's hear what Ross Dellinger had to say. So he wrote the piece that we first saw about this over at Sports Illustrated. So the Big 12 has been exploring playing football and men's basketball and women's basketball games in Mexico City. Monterey, with a preferred top 10 matchup between Kansas and Houston, multiple sources tell Sports Illustrated. The conference has tentative plans to hold regular season league games south of the border for months, with first year commissioner Brett Yormark even visiting Mexico City last week. He met with officials and toured potential sites, including the 22,300 person uh, arena CDMX in Mexico City for basketball. Football games would be played at the Monterey El Estadio BBVA, a 53,000-seat venue nicknamed El Hijante de Acero. And then Houston Chronicle first reported the news, uh, you know, potential games in Mexico. The league expects to begin holding basketball games in Mexico during the 2024-2025 season and football in the fall of 2025, a source told SI. In a more long-term plan, the conference is also looking to add baseball and soccer games in Mexico. That's big. Let's put a pin in that. Your Mark 56 was hired last summer from an entertainment agency to run the Big 12 and has been aggressive in his first few months on the job. He struck a new TV deal at ESPN and Fox in the fall, racing in front of the Pac-12 to secure a contract that despite losing Oklahoma and Texas increased the value. He was also instrumental in negotiations that resulted in a $100 million combined exit fee for Texas NOU early for the SEC. Your mark is currently pursuing expansion, having identified a number of potential programs, many of whom currently reside in the Pac-12. Those discussions are ongoing as the Pac-12 seeks to renew its own television contract. The foray into Mexico has been a topic discussed among Big 12 administrators since the fall. Your mark plan to continue discussions Tuesday as the league's administrative meetings are scheduled to be held here over the next two to three days. So obviously, a lot's gonna be talked about at these administrative meetings. And once again, if you guys want to go read that Ross Dellinger, you guys may go ahead and do it over at Sports Illustrated. So um, this to me uh is I find this really exciting. I find this really interesting. And to be honest with you all, I'm not sure it's going going to work. I think a lot of these, and I think that that also, uh, you know, a, a certain amount of skepticism needs to be applied to many things when it comes to Brett Yormark because, and, and I and, and I mean a healthy skepticism because here's what I mean, and I've said this a bunch, I want to keep saying this. Brett Yormark is an outsider, and there's a reason that they brought on the outsider to do this job. The athletic directors and presidents, their job is to look out for their particular schools. Uh, and, you know, uh, make decisions that help best affect those schools, best affect those schools' programs, the student-athletes, all of those things. But I think there is – Brett Yormark already has built up enough capital with the uh, television contract, with getting OU and Texas out of there, that I think he's earned some leeway with the presidents and the ADs. And so when he suggests stuff, you know, they're saying, okay, we're not going to say yes to all of it, right? Gonzaga – that conversation is somewhere in the wind right now, right? You know, it's a move they discuss, but they have not action uh, made action upon that. I think Brett Yormark would champion something like that because he is a pro basketball guy, right? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, pro. He is like you know for basketball, but also he came from pro basketball, so I guess that is uh, it makes sense in multiple ways. He is a pro basketball guy, right? So he he uh, likes the idea of what college hoops particularly the big 12 hoops can be in the future. And I think rightfully so with how good this league has been. And he thinks basketball as a property has a very good future, rightfully. So uh, the NCAA tournament is a billion dollar industry. College basketball games continue to rate. Well, particularly ones involving these big brands, the Kansas Jayhawks are one of those big brands. And so I understand why they want to put Houston versus Kansas in a place like that, but he, you know, he wants to add Gonzaga and, and, um, it's not automatic, yes, okay, it's all the way, you know, it's done. It might be in the process, who knows? But I wouldn't be surprised if there is some, hey, you know, push back on that because it sounds like he did not give a presentation where the numbers were fully there, at least the latest reporting said he, uh, you know, the first uh, The first kind of rumblings about this, the first time he brought it up to all the other Big 12 presidents, the Big 12 board, or whatever you want to say, he did not have all of the, you know, everything he needed uh, they're ready to go, you know, money wise, but wanted to kick the idea around. And so, you know, that idea might not go through, right? Uh, you know, adding some other schools might not go through. The event in New York might not be a hit. You know, the, the having Shaq play, you know, your event is, is maybe not a huge deal, right? At the Big 12 Championship, whatever. Like, all the stuff is not 100% and not you know, the, the ones they act upon. Some of it might be good, some of it might not. And that's okay. Like, this should be a meeting of the minds. And I think. The reason why is think about where the big 12 got caught and it, it also happened to the PAC 12, but uh, not being progressive enough in terms of looking ahead at the future of college sports. Right. And there's an argument to make that OU and Texas would have lost anyway, but not having your heels stuck in the mud for a conference of the big 12 is smart because while they are among the power five, as we know it now, the big 10 and the sec are the big dogs especially because their television contracts are uh, one for the Big Ten is massive and the SEC. The next one is going to be massive as well, too. Uh, and the Big 12 is behind that. So what do you have to do to maintain a really strong brand and to be in the, the national conscience when it comes to college football, which is the number one sport in college sports, and college basketball, men's, which is the number two sport? And then, the, you know, there's, there's baseball, there's softball, women's basketball, obviously, a women's basketball mayday. I mean, just Monster, a monster, monster year for women's college basketball. So being on the forefront in those areas is very important. And he clearly has placed an emphasis on being in the forefront in those areas. So let's get more into some of these details. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you all by the folks at the FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook. You guys can go check it out, FanDuel Sportsbook fanduel.com slash locked on today when you guys do. You guys can make every moment more at the FanDuel Sportsbook. They have odds for uh, the NBA right now. They have got odds for the NHL What's happening right now. They had odds for the NFL draft. They've got futures odds for the NFL as well. They've got look-ahead odds. Uh, I saw some over-unders from FanDuel on some of the team total win totals. I cannot wait to attack those when we get all of them, the Big 12 teams, all of that. At uh at FanDuel. So fanDuel.com slash locked on today. You guys can get a no sweat first bet up to 1000 dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So once again, fanDuel.com slash locked on today to take advantage of that deal. FanDuel make every moment more. FanDuel is the official sports book of the NBA and the NFL, as well as Locked On Podcast Network. So more here on Big Twelve Mexico. Right. So Brett, Yormark, you know, just, we just touched on this. Brett, Yormark and the presidents and the athletic directors and the ADs have said this and I've said this a bunch. They admit that, like we don't love all of his ideas. That's fine. I actually like that. I don't want it to be one homogenous brain. You know, it should be we should be trying different things here. And so this is a very interesting effort to get into a place where there is no there are no college sports in, in Mexico, the way, you know, uh, American, I should say right? But there is a fan base down there for football, American football. There is a fan base down there for basketball. Uh, Latin America is a very, very, you know, Europe is probably your second place where you think about basketball being a major influence, but Latin America has a very big basketball influence as well as a very big baseball influence, right? Soccer, they like to you know, bring down there as well. And so I like the idea of trying things like this, I think it would be awesome if they put Kansas versus Houston down there. And I, I can bet you this ESPN and college game day are dragging that ass down there. They are going down there. That is a historic moment for college basketball. Actually, let's see how many college, uh, let's see college basketball games in Mexico. I'm sure there have been some in the past. Uh, let's see if we can. Okay. Oh, can, so Cancun challenge, I guess is a tournament, right? That's that has happened before. Um, But that's not like Mexico. That's not Mexico city. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's actually been any in the past and I'm not, I'm not seeing any, if you all know, maybe you guys can, uh, can bring that up, but I've not seen any in the past. I'm sure there might've been one, you know, one or two, maybe I, I don't Once again, I don't know for sure, but we're talking about major, major college basketball being played. And, for football, you know, I'm wondering what kind of matchup you send down there. Do you do the big thing and do you say, you know, um, uh, uh, let's let's see, whoever, so this year, let's just say that, uh, let's just say Baylor and Kansas State are in your Big 12 championship game. Do you send the rematch down to Mexico City next year? Is that what you do? Is that the strategy that you go with? I think that's an interesting point. I think that'd be something uh, that, you know, should be considered. What kind of matchups are you saying there? Or you know, I would say too. I think there's going to be a a big push to put a Texas team there, right? I think Houston being there is obviously no mistake at all. And then I even take this a step further. You know, think about this from a realignment standpoint. If you were to add Arizona, Arizona State, oh, they're they're definitely sending them down there, right? And that'd be a huge deal. It'd be really exciting. I think the one the one part of this you'd have to think about is. Where in the schedule is this game coming? And are you gonna give like, you know, if so scheduling part of this, right? Uh, if we're doing big twelve football down there, I would hope that both schools would be coming off of a bye week, right, to get them down there to get acclimated, to get to get themselves, you know, ready for the the um, the experience. I hope the basketball teams there, you know, um, you might give them the Monday off, right? This could be a situation where, you have an early conference game, right? Uh, So you have an early conference game happening, uh, you know, in December, right? Let's just say the last week of December. You have an early conference game, you know, each one of those schools gets to play somebody early on. Or, you know, maybe you make actually those schools' first matchup, right? So let's just say the last week of December, you want to have Kansas play Houston for the first time, right? You do it on a Tuesday night you know, the December 28th or whatever. I'm not even sure what the calendar means this year but or next year, but you do it on Tuesday night. So then they can have that Monday off, right, or that next week's game off. So they're playing Saturday at home, Saturday or wherever, and then they can travel to Mexico City, get acclimated, because the one thing, guys, you better have those oxygen oxygen tanks ready to rock because the elevation, it is killer. And so you want those guys to be ample, you know, have ample enough time to prepare. And also – you know, I think part of that too is the uh, camps you know, doesn't always have the deepest team. So you might end up having a situation where these kids go there, they go play there, man. And it's like, they are sucking wind and the quality is not great because they're all really tired and they're shocked at how tired they are. So that is one thing about the quality standpoint, but really the quality of the, I mean, if they're blowouts, the game suck, like that's a problem, but the atmosphere you can create. And I can promise you the big 12 is going to put plenty Plenty of emphasis on these games, and I can promise you this too: if it's a Mexico City game and it's a big football game, like there, there will be some significant coverage of that. I think it's definitely something worth doing, and and this is why I think it makes sense for this conference. It is a comfort, the bedrock of this conference. No matter where they expand to, whether it is San Diego with San Diego State, they have now added UCF. I'm just, this is not going to happen or it could happen, but I'm saying it's, you know, I don't think it is right now. They had UConn, they have got West Virginia and Iowa State and Kansas. The bedrock of this state is one place, Texas. Texas is the bedrock of the big 12 conference because that is where a majority of their teams are. That's you know, this, this used to be the Southwest conference. That's te- this conference becoming a national conference, but the, the entryway to Mexico, baby, that is Texas. And that is where Texas is located. And so I think that this makes sense. Like this is not, this is not the Big Ten going to Texas. You know, I think the SEC they, they could go to Texas. Now they have multiple teams there. But like this is a conference that has the most teams in Texas. The most well out of any state, they have the most of the teams possible in texas saying we want to go to mexico a place that is not crazy far away and we want to see if this audience will be into this and i think the marketing there will be very big i think the conference marketing will be big i think these schools will be happy to go and have a big setting and i think you know you get espn and fox involved make sure that this is a this has the coverage it deserves i think it'd be really cool and yeah i mean you know, they're able to go. And I think Aztec as, as is not a place they would go now. Uh, it's not a place you're going to fill up for a, a Big 12 football game. But, um, you know, 55,000-person, 53,000-person stadium. You're going to go put up uh, TCU versus Houston down there. You go put me – you know, give me – hey, how about Texas Tech versus Baylor down there? You know, give me uh, – give me, you know, UC, how about UCF versus Houston. You know, any of those – Oklahoma, Oklahoma State versus TCU down there. I mean, you can sign me up for some of these games. I think it would be a lot of fun to do. Uh, but I, you know, I think it'd be, you'd want to pick a big matchup, right? You want to pick what you think to be is a big matchup. And so I would maybe do, and once again, I'm not sure you know, how this works, home scheduling and whatnot, but I would maybe re-rack the championship game from this past year. Maybe they do TCU Kansas state. That'd be fun. Maybe you re-rack a, uh, you know, whatever the championship game this year, hopefully it's an OU in Texas. Maybe you re-rack that and do it all over again. Uh, the next year. I think that'd be something very interesting that if they went that direction. So, I, you know, I, I, here's where the skepticism comes in. Uh, what if people don't show up? And I think they will. I think people will show up. But what if people don't show up? What if it's just a one time event? What if the games are not good enough? Now, I think if you put multiple basketball games down there, I think you're going to be in good shape. Like if you put Kansas Baylor, Houston Baylor, Houston Kansas, uh you know oklahoma state versus tech you know just any any, you know games any kind of game uh you know kansas state versus i mean what if they did sunflower showdown down there you know be amazing i know people probably wouldn't want that but like just saying they've got all these matchups they can put down there uh you know and and have these you know outstanding games potentially you know kansas state houston put a series down there right new mexico series also this plays into something else that we've talked about guys what happens, you know, if the Big 12 expands even more, they add a Gonzaga or even they add Gonzaga and the Arizona schools, whatever it is. And the next time things are up, like they can create this A package and part of the A package is, hey, Mexico City. You know, we're talking about uh, Houston, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, K-State, Arizona, all of those schools playing in Mexico City. It becomes more valuable. But once again, I- I'm going to say this again. There is reason to believe there's some skepticism, right? They're, they're using they're using funds to go and, 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 and check this out. I will be uh, wondering about this too. Is there a site fee for this? So I'll use uh, an example here. Like there, I'm not sure how it works in the UFC and there might be one for them, but there are site fees in boxing. So in boxing, you know, whenever Saudi Arabia has uh, big boxing events, I think it was, you know, Tyson Fury's fight in Saudi Arabia and then uh, Anthony Joshua fought um, Alexander Usyk there in Saudi Arabia you know, Saudi Arabia is paying the the boxing promotions a hefty sum of money. Is the Big Twelve getting a site fee or site fees to go to these places and have their games? I, I would assume the answer is most likely yes. So I think there is a good chance that um you know that that they're going to kind of recoup some kind of cash from this uh, from this. Event. That's kind of the, the hope, I guess. Right? You want to get some kind of cash out of this endeavor in some way, shape, or form. But I think it's a really fascinating idea. I think obviously you have to check out what the matchups are going to be. But this is the kind of forward thinking that you like to see. This is why the Big 12 is a chance to be that third best conference. They're progressive with their TV deals. They're progressive with who they want to add. They're progressive with where they want to go. And not everything's going to be 100% hit rate, but at least they're showing that forward thinking that's going to attract businesses, other schools, and just the television companies to be a part of what the Big 12 is building. That's ultimately what Brett Yormark said when he said they're open for business. They want to be the people that are trying new things to get folks enticed in what's going on in this conference and building the brand. I think this is a good step in that direction. We'll see how it all plays out. But I think overall, like it's hard not to think that this will end up being a positive because press will follow them going to Mexico. Uh, you know, I think ESPN will be glad to have College Game Day in Mexico City. You know, uh, and then put them out in the big plaza, wherever else. You know, and fans will show up, and uh, you know, to have that big, big show. Uh, you know, even though it's for an hour or College Game Day for football. I mean, hell, College Game Day for football I might go to Mexico City. You know, that be that's a that's a destination spot. I definitely think College Game Day would go to Mexico City. I think that's something that would be, uh, you know, a, a lot of a, a really cool experience if they did that too. So I, I think that this is smart. It's gonna get them a lot of attention. I can't promise quality of games gonna be good because nobody can promise quality of games gonna be good. You feel pretty good about basketball being good, but uh, we'll see. You know what kind of what else uh, you know they have plans for. But Big Twelve Mexico feels like a really strong idea with the kind of connections Brett Yormark has and kind of the way it's being received right now. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at lo Big Twelve. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Leave a comment. Tell us what you think. Do you like the idea of Big Twelve Mexico and what kind of matchups? Would you like to see the Big 12 take down south of the border? All right, uh, once again, subscribe on YouTube. Help us get to 5K. Like the video as well. And uh, until next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.